What's going on, everybody? This is Cameron Hunt here at the American Deciding Factor. Today, we are going to be getting into the three things that Ted Budd must do to win the North Carolina Senate race in 2022. North Carolina is an increasingly uh, purple state, and it is very important that we win the Senate seat so that way we can take back the majority in the uh, federal Senate. So without further ado, once again, this is Cameron Hunt at the American Deciding Factor. I hope you'll enjoy. Today we are going to be talking about the three things that Ted Budd needs to do to win the Senate race in 2022 in North Carolina. As I stated before, it is very, very important that in this state of North Carolina, and you know, we have a beautiful state, that we win this seat because winning this seat will help us try to retake that majority in the Senate, which is crucial if we want to what am I trying to say? If we want to uh, have investigations on people like Fauci to find the origin, the originations of the coronavirus and all sorts of stuff related to topics like that. But so anyways, uh, to get into this, number one, Ted Budd needs to visit all 100 counties in some capacity. Uh, this could be done through town halls, uh, dinners, or voter outreach events, or other other things that I might not be aware of. But why I'm saying this is, this is very important, and it's because the word of mouth is the best motivator. And if he can drive the base to talk about him in North Carolina, um, they're going to go vote for him, right? Like, uh, maybe it's just me, but I know a lot of other people are like this as well, right? Like, they don't want to think that their vote is just being taken for granted, that it's just... I'll vote for me because you're a Republican, and so you need to do that, right? Like, he needs to go out, and well, what I'm trying to get at is some people will do that, right? Because, like, they want to pick the lesser of the two evils, but however, some people will sit out because they're like, he didn't earn my vote, and rightfully so. I understand uh, how that feels. Um, so, he needs to be personally involved in this, like, not just his supporters going and putting out signs and knocking on doors or writing letters or, you know, emails or phone calls. Um, he needs to, in some capacity, visit all 100 counties, um, especially counties that are high in Republican population, right? Like, you want to drive your turnout. Um, so it's it's very important that he visits all 100 counties in some capacity. You know, you don't have to be there for a long amount of time every single day, but just have events in each county. So that way in each county, that GOP or the GOP that runs that county, you know, like say for instance, our county Caldwell, the Caldwell County GOP can be like, Hey, you know, Ted Budd came here and personally talked to people. Um, so you should go vote for him because he cares about you, right? He doesn't just care about the people in Wake or Mecklenburg or wherever. He cares about, uh, Caldwell and Catawba County residents, just like anyone else in North Carolina. So it's very important that he gets involved in all 100 counties in some capacity. Um, so the next thing, and this is point number two that I want to get into, and this, I, if I had to put it on the scale, it's probably, out of all three points, it's probably the most important one. But however, my third point is also very important too. But it's Ted Budd needs to lean into his social media presence more. Whether you like it or not, we are in the social media age, 
And that's where a lot, I mean, and I'm talking a lot of people, and I don't have a direct statistic, but I, a lot of people um, get their news from, get their outreach. You know, like if they're going to hear about you, if they're going to go vote for you, they're probably going to hear it on social media. It's not like the old days where it's going to be on TV or, you know, like something that someone writes you in the mail telling you to go vote for them. It's going to be on social media. And the reason why I say that he needs to lean into his social media presence more is not just because we're in the social media age, but it's because right now he is getting killed online in terms of social media presence compared to his challenger in the Democrat Party, um, Cherry Beasley, if I'm saying her name correctly. Uh, so just to give you like a kind of idea of how bad it is, so let's compare his Twitter followers to start. He has a mere 4,300 followers on Twitter compared to, well, Jeff Jackson's 85,000, where he has, put, he has dropped out of the race to support Cherry Beasley, right? Now, Cherry Beasley only has about 20.5K, 20.4, 20.5K followers on Twitter, but even then, that's still five times the amount that, uh, that Ted Budd has. And if you're, if you combine that with Jeff Jackson, who is putting his support behind, uh, Cherry, like it is a, it is a ridiculous number that he's being, you know, beaten by. Uh, so what I do want to say though, talking about Twitter followers is like, this doesn't mean there's more Democrat voters, but, uh, merely what I'm trying to say is that his game online there, he's being, he's getting killed. Like, um, especially on Twitter. And then let's talk, let's go to another platform just so I can really like edge or, you know, like put this point out there. And it's that he has no TikTok presence, um, at all. Now, uh, Sherry Beasley, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm saying her name right. Sorry if I'm butchering it, but she doesn't either currently, but Jeff Jackson does. And like I said, he's putting support behind her. So his followers who are going to go vote for her, are getting like, you know, they're getting their information on TikTok, but also like they're getting inspired on TikTok. Like, hey, you know, this guy is reaching out to us on here. Like he must really care for us. Right. Um, so it's very important that he, well, he needs to uh, have someone in reality. I think the best uh, correction on like their course is he needs to hire someone that is going to go all in on social media. Like, not just one tweet a day, not just, you know, an Instagram post every time you go to like a luncheon or something like he needs to have someone that is on it all the time for them. So that way they can be getting their message out constantly, especially um, on platforms like TikTok. Now, uh, most of you that listen to us on here, you know us from TikTok. We have about 15,000 followers um, and we are literally uh, two guys from Caldwell that, you know, this is how we, this is how we're getting our start, right? Like we don't have any like prior career experience. Um, and we could gain 15,000 followers in less than six months. So if Ted Budd really put effort into this by hiring someone or making videos himself, like, which, you know, it's really good when the candidate does things himself because it makes them look more personal. Um, it would help his, uh, it would help his ability to reach young voters especially, and drive their turnout, but also to maybe switch some people in the middle. Like, hey, you know, I'm a Republican. I'm not this crazy, evil dude that sits up in the high castle that you never never hear from. Like, I'm just an average guy that wants to protect your rights. And if you want, if you want, if you believe in freedom and personal responsibility, go vote for me. Uh, so I think that 
it, this is probably the most important point, and it needs to be emphasized to him and his campaign because if not, he runs. He has the potential to not only be killed online when it comes to uh, competing against the Democrat candidate, but also uh, not driving turnout as much because whether we like it or not, like I said, social media is where most people consume their information. So therefore, he needs to be on and engaged in social media more. So that way he can have uh, he can well he can try and have an advantage over his opponent or at least keep up with them in terms of social media um, outreach. Uh, so all right, next and this is the last point I want to make. And like I said, I think that this point is very important. But I think number two, like the presence on social media is just so important because, like I said, that's where everyone gets their information. But this one is very important too, and it's that not only does Ted Bud need to sort out differences with Pat McCrory. But he needs to be the one that is the nominee. And there's, and there's a simple reason why. Ted Budd was endorsed by Trump and Pat McCrory was not. Trump is the leader of the Republican Party and he has a grip on the base. There's literally a whole, like, you, there's articles out there about this thing called the Trump effect. Because when you get that endorsement from Trump, not only does it turn out the base, but it... it um, very much like engages their presence uh, when it comes to the candidate, like whether it means um, engaging with them on social media or going to events like the Trump effect is very real. And we need to, we need to utilize that as like as much as possible. Now um, I will say that recent polls are saying, and this, these polls were done like the, uh, at the end of January, the beginning of February, if I remember correctly, um, that, Pat McCrory is up in the primary by a couple of points. That is true. He is. But however, what those polls fail to like really talk about is that 50% of voters in these polls are undecided. If 50% of, you know, voters are undecided, it's literally anybody's game. And Ted Budd, like I said, he was endorsed by Trump. And he needs to be the nominee because he will get the most engagement from our base. And that is important because that's how we win elections. So, um, also, I want to put this in there. I almost forgot that if Trump's pick wins, uh, you know, talking about the Trump effect, he will come and campaign for him, further, like, riling up the base for success, right, for a win in the actual election come November. And that's important because, as I stated at the beginning of this podcast, North Carolina is so important, uh, especially in this Senate race, because we need to take back that majority. And without North Carolina, it's almost impossible just because so many Republicans this uh, this election cycle are up for re-election, whereas a lot of Democrats are not. So it's going to be hard for us to gain seats. But if we lose any that we should win, like this one in North Carolina, it's basically going to be impossible to have a majority. Um, so next... Let's, uh, or to kind of conclude this point, the reason why I'm saying that uh, he needs to sort out his differences with McCrory is that, um, Je- like I said, Jeff Jackson, who was one of the primary uh, contenders on the Democrat side, has already stepped aside to let uh, Sherry Beasley be the presumptive nominee in the, do- the Democrat primary, right? Like, she will be the nominee that goes on to run in the election in November. So... The Democrats are already uniting, like they're already uniting their troops. They're getting ready uh, because 
they want to win this seat in North Carolina, and they are going to throw a ton of money at it, and they are go- like, well, like we're seeing, they're going to unite together, put aside their differences politically, so that way to try and beat the Republican candidate. So if we continue to infight while the Democrats are united, we have a much larger probability to lose because of their unity. Now, we are going to have the advantage because right now Biden has the White House and the Democrats control the House and the Senate. And usually um, on the first midterm after a new president is elected, their party does poorly. But however, if we continue to infight while they are uniting and spending their dollars together and, uh, you know, looking to outreach to, to voters and get them, you know, to get them out to vote, like we have a, ve- a very much higher probability uh, to lose. And honestly, if we infight so much, maybe we deserve it. So what I'm alluding to is that Pat McCrory needs to step aside. Uh, he needs to let someone new step up to the plate, and that needs to be Ted Budd. Um, not just because he was endorsed by Trump, but also Pat McCrory has been the governor of this state, and he's been around in politics for a very long time, and it's time for some new blood. And uh, hopefully, because it's also Trump's pick, that it will rile up our base and it will help us win this seat in 2022. So to conclude uh, this episode, to you know, put in some of my closing remarks, uh, this is a call to action for Ted Budd's campaign, but also to his supporters, to people like you and me, or you and I, um, you know, here at Deciding, the, or the American Deciding Factor, but we're powered by Deciding Factor, our, our business, me and Isaiah. Um, we need to not only uh, reach out to Ted Budd, but also uh, we need to get uh, excited. We need to go outreach to people, write letters, put up signs, phone calls, emails, whatever you have to do. Um, because this tendency is so important. And uh, if you want to go get involved, uh, go to his website and sign up to do anything. Like literally you can do th- things as simple as put up uh, yard signs or you can also do things like, uh, you know, go outreach people at their homes, uh, phone calls, emails. There's an assortment of things you can do. So if you want to go and get involved, uh, go to Ted Bud's website. All you have to do is search up Ted Bud on Google and it'll pop pop it right up. And um, my last point that I want to make is that if you don't really want to do any of those things, which honestly, if you really want to do anything, if you, if you don't really want to do anything, but you still want to be involved, just go sign up to put up like a yard sign or some yard signs. That's really easy. But if you really don't want to do anything at all, right? Like you, you believe in conservative values, you're a Republican, or maybe you just think the Democrats are crazy, which they are. Um, one of the easiest things you can do that takes basically no effort at all is tell your close friends and your family, especially your family, who Ted Budd is and tell them to go vote for him, not only in the primary, but also in the general election in November. Um, as I've stated, and I'm not going to really get into it again, North Carolina is so important in, ma- in not only trying to maintain the Senate seats that we have in the federal government, but also to regain that majority so that way we can block Biden's like crazy legislation that's only going to hurt our country more. So uh, if you really don't want to do anything, just make sure to tell your close friends and family who Ted Budd is and uh, tell them to go vote for him. Uh, that's That basically takes no effort and it will help us uh, little by little if enough people do it when this election come November. But yeah, guys, uh, that's all from me here, Cameron Hunt at The American Deciding Factor. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, make sure to go follow us on Instagram, 
TikTok, Twitter, Getter, and eventually, hopefully, True Social. Our at is at Deciding Factor, at, or it's at D-S-I-D-I-N-G Factor. Uh, super simple. It'd help us out so much. But yeah, guys, uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening. My name's Cameron Hunt. See you guys in the next one.